December 17th, 2011. 20-month-old toddler Ayla Reynolds is reported missing from bed by her father, Justin DiPietro. This December makes 10 years she has been hidden, not missing. Someone deliberately hid her body. The blood evidence in the home at 29 Violet Avenue in Waterville, Maine, unequivocally shows she did not survive what horrible things happened to her. Join us for a special multi-episode minicast, Searching for Ayla, presented by Locate and Lost, a true crime podcast. So today we're here to discuss the uh, some of the errors or maybe the uh, missteps that law enforcement took in the Ayla Reynolds case. So right off the bat, the first mistake they made was the day that Ayla was taken from Trista's sister, Jessica. Uh, there should have been some sort of report taken, right, by police. They should have had information from DHHS releasing Ayla into Justin's custody, which they did not. Uh, the officer that responded um, was told that DHHS was on the line, which we now know was small, um, and she's the one that authorized Ayla to be picked up by Justin and brought back to Waterville, um, right. which is total, the, totally illegal. The connection to to her and Justin? Um, well, a lot of people think that Karen Small are related of some, some way, um, but Terilyn Simpson, who wrote the article, The Taking of Ayla Reynolds, she believes it was just like part of a network where um, they both worked for the state. Phoebe called Karen multiple times trying to get her to um, sign off on this to allow Justin and Phoebe to take Ayla back to Waterville. Right. Um, I, I believe she called her like three or four times that day, kind of almost badgering, pestering. Uh, bullying, if, if you want to call it that. I don't know, but I think Karen Small just decided, well, I mean, she works for the state. You know, I, one of the things, I know where she works. She's one of one of us, so I'm going to go ahead and do her this favor. Right. Um, which turned out not to be a good idea, I guess, at this point. Obviously not. Um... So there was no no charges ever brought up against um, the police department that showed up there to allow this to take place. Um, no charges ever brought up against Karen Small for this illegal transaction. Okay, so that was something I was going to ask. That's that's 100% any time, and I would assume it is, but for sure that's something that's supposed to be done, right? Is paperwork supposed to be involved any time a, a child is, is removed? Or like yeah, custody is transferred, whatever. So, and and actually, there should have been some sort of court hearing about it, you know, with both parents there, deciding what's going to happen. Um, uh, DHHS was also or should have gone to the Waterville home, inspect that, make sure that was a safe environment for Ayla as well, which never happened, as we know. Yeah, and and I've kind of heard that um, sort of uh, given like extreme circumstances like someone is being arrested right um like the cops won't get involved usually with any sort of custody stuff at all um right unless like that's something that you have to do you would have to go to court for to 
to have any of those sort of things. Like, unless it's like a, a quote unquote kidnapping because one parent can technically kidnap their child. Um, if it's supposed to be in the custody of the other parent. Um, right. And I think maybe in those circumstances, and, and even then, I think that they, they still have to go to a court to prove that it happened. And then there, there might be like a, something issued that says, hey, if you don't return the child, you will be held, uh, you will be charged with kidnapping sort of deal, you know. So the fact that there was no paper trail for this at all is really absurd. Unbelievable. Yeah, so that I think that was mistake number one, like allowing that transaction to ever take place. And the officer that responded that day uh, stated, um, he wrote up a statement saying that when he was there, Jessica Reynolds, Trista, Trista's sister, told him when Ayla comes out to see Justin, wait and see her reaction. And sure as shit, as soon as Ayla saw Justin, wasn't happy. You know, she about was it. all happy. Right, and she was, and it wasn't like a guy thing either, because she actually was playing with a police officer before Justin came in. Yeah, what? It's a, not like she's scared of men. How, how long before uh, Ayla disappeared did that happen? That was like two or three weeks. Uh two months. Oh, two months. Okay. What's What's another mistake you think they might have made? Um. Well, and this is something that I think we've talked about before. Um. Which this is, I think, more of a, a debunking of it really, um, where the, uh, police got into the, the building, um, you know, they, they helped sort of search the house that, uh, Ayla had gone missing from. Um, and you know, there's sort of a claim that <clears throat> the police didn't act fast enough to start searching for her. Um, but given the circumstances, um, you know, like, well, you know, why, why wouldn't they have searched the house for, for treated it as a crime scene, essentially, but to, to their knowledge, it would have just been, you know, a child is just missing. Like they said that she had just run off. So they're, they're canvassing the area. They wouldn't have been under the assumption that, you know, we need to treat this house as a, as a crime scene per se, and start processing it for, for blood or any of that stuff. Because they, what was it? The after Ayla had gone missing, uh, it was like three days before that they were still living in there or longer. I think I think it was forty eight hours. So oh, okay, maybe two two and a, two and a half days, something like that. Uh, that they allowed them to stay there. You know, Lord knows what they cleaned up while they were there. Right, right, and and just Justin was even like when the police were initially on their way there, he went into the bathroom and they heard like the toilet flushing repeatedly. Right. Right. And actually I had read on a, a thread on Reddit the other day, um, you know, cause one of the theories is that he was getting rid of evidence or he was maybe flushing some sort of drugs down the toilet. Right. Uh, but somebody on that Reddit thread had said that, no, he was actually having diarrhea and it's because he is so nervous about, you know what was about to happen to him how his life is going to change maybe it doesn't it uh, i mean maybe a lot of stuff could be forgiven uh if your child is missing right so the cops might have again we have to look at it from their perspective of showing up and their their child is just missing so they might might be able to forgive a lot of sort of weird behavior uh but hindsight it doesn't doesn't really look good 
Right. You know, so not only were they still living there at the house, but they also had friends come over. Uh, neighbors were coming in to check in on them. Right. A lot of contamination. Uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of police officers came in, in and out. Yeah. No one was wearing those booties or that. Um, it wasn't until they roped off a crime scene that they started doing, you know, taking the proper measures that they should have been taking in the get-go. Right. So so maybe, because uh, obviously if, if they had gone in and started treating it like a crime scene, someone, uh, I even would say like, oh my word, like these people, their child is missing, missing why you're immediately coming in and treating it like a crime scene, like they're going through enough right now sort of, sort of situation. But at the same time, um, maybe, maybe that's a precedent that needs to be set is if someone's child is missing, uh, get them out of the house, like just as a procedural thing, like it might seem a little bit old, but just in case there is a potential for foul play, maybe set them mm-hmm. up in a hotel room somewhere, uh, or, or, you know, a, t- a temporary sort of lodging place for them to go in, in that event that there is something fishy that happened right uh, it still might not seem like the 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 kindest thing or the most warm-hearted thing to do to a family whose child might be missing but at the same time it that compared to not finding the evidence of where the child might actually be like what's more valuable right right no I agree I mean the the police get harassed because they take things too thoroughly sometimes, but honestly, like this is something that should have been taken a little more uh, seriously, I believe. Yeah, and, and and not to discredit any of them because I mean there was a lot of like searching going on, like, mm-hmm. and I think in the way uh, I mean you live in the area, so you would know for sure. But it seemed like there was a lot more community led sort of stuff that was going on. Like there were a lot of people invested in trying to to find her yeah and they had game wardens they had dive teams out there in the water uh you know locally there's a couple different waterways that a child could have fallen into or uh, unfortunately been disposed into um and i know they did search quite a bit of meslonsky stream and kennebec river searching for her uh to to no avail there was uh there was some child articles baby clothes they said and a blanket i believe found at the hathaway dam uh, you know where that is right right there in waterville no i i don't uh, is, is that the, the big dam in between waterville and winslow yeah okay yeah, the, all right drive over the bridge you can send you can see it there on the right hand yeah. side i just wasn't towards. sure 100 percent. yeah so uh they did find some clothes and a blanket that they stated afterwards was not related to the case but I don't know. Like, I find that hard to believe that that wasn't related. No, to just case. someone else randomly decided to toss a, uh, a small child's clothing and blanket. The pictures of the items uh, retrieved from the water and asked her, and she said it's nothing she'd ever seen. But she also wasn't living there at Violet Avenue, so she may not have known. Well, that. right. The, uh, she was there for two months. Like, it, it's extremely feasible to assume that they might have bought a blanket for her or it's something that was at their house just because it didn't come from from her property doesn't mean that it wasn't something that was on their property right right and i don't know with with that being in the water how much contamination that would have caused for any sort of dna 
or if they even check for DNA in the clothing. Well, that's the thing is I think uh, if, if you can draw hair, I think hair is a really solid like DNA and it's something that would stick. You know, it doesn't matter if it gets washed or not. It still would still maintain a solid form of DNA, right? Right. Yep. All right. So one thing if, I mean, some people know this is how I feel and actually I've actually posted on our Facebook page before even, but I think one of the biggest mistakes they made was not taking the other two children that run that home that night, taking them from those parents. Or at uh, least you know, making Kate, the threat to do so. Right. You've, you've got a child gone missing. You find blood throughout the house. How is that a safe environment for two other children? Right. Right. And, and like, I'm not sure what the, the legal sort of precedent is for that, for uh, taking other children out of the house, but it's at least something that uh, is like, you know, cops don't have to tell the truth 100% of the time. They could, they could threaten them with uh, removing the children, whether or not they actually could. Right, with the possibility of it, exactly. Right. And you and I have talked about this before, that if one child is being abused, they're not going to just pull that one child. They're going to take all three kids or however many kids are in that home, correct? Yeah, and and, and I think my sort of apprehension with that is uh, if, it's, if it's with, like, the same sort of parental figures and because there isn't, like, a known culprit for this... And because they haven't made any actual charges, uh, filing any charges, mm. and there might be something weird about that. Like, I don't know if they have a better safe than sorry sort of policy, you know. I would kind of assume that they do. But like we've talked about before, uh, that sometimes it seems like they don't need a whole lot of reasons to take a child. Right. And, and I think. Might just be uh, the day, day of the week. Oh, let's go pick up some kids, you know. And I think when we talk to Terrilyn Simpson, that she's going to say the same thing. Is it, it's almost like they? I don't want to. Hold on. All right. So it's almost like they um, will pull kids out for minor reasons, but then a major reason like this, they're like stepping easy. They don't want to. Right. Oh, my hands are tied. Maybe. Maybe they figured they'd already screwed up and didn't want to screw up anything else. I don't know. Well, that that brings um, up a good point too, right? Is because they have, uh, like we see it now. It appears as though they've they dropped the ball. Excuse me, right. really, really early on. And if they wouldn't have, Ayla most likely would still be around. Um, so if they wade into that and start trying to take kids, um, you know someone might bring up some of the other stuff they've done because DHHS, I don't think most, most any uh, state funded sort of operations people aren't a fan of. So they're going to get criticism no matter what, but, but yeah, it might've just been a way to try and keep their hands clean or cl more clean in this situation. Now imagine this. You're one of those mothers, Alicia or Courtney, and your child just got taken away from you because there's another missing child in the home. I feel like you're going to be a lot more apt to be truthful about what exactly happened versus covering up whatever happened. Right. Well, exactly. That's the thing is because uh, a resolution will re lead to a resolution, right? Like uh, if, if they give up bullshit answers and they don't 
get anything out of it, then why would they why would they want to return their ch- children to them if they give if they get the answers that they need that really leads to something then okay we can tell that you're you know you give us everything you know you're clearly not involved uh you can you know you can have your kids back but it's right and yeah when i sound it say it that way it sounds gross it's like using the kids as is a bargaining chip but a child did just die in the house and and another <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, of using kids like that, but I think that that would have been one way they could have got the answers from those women. Right. And 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 it is genuinely to the the safety of the children that they probably should have been removed. Um so, I mean, sure you they they can uh be the situation can be um utilized in a, in a positive way for like the cops or whatnot even if the you know the kids are taken out they're not necessarily a, a tools or, or pawns sort of sort of deal it's just a circumstance of, of the situation right right now another thing I think about is the lie detector test so Alicia detects test PD says she's very aware who, of how she did who did Alicia uh, his oh. sister Okay. Um, please say she's aware of how she did, yet she states, or she hasn't said a word about her lie detector test. So if I took lie detector test and I was not, you know, I was found telling the truth, I would, you know, scream at the top of the hill, say, hey, look, they even gave me a lie detector test. I was not, you know, I was very truthful in this lie detector test. Right. They gave Justin a lie detector test. They said Justin is very aware of how he did on the liar tech test. His only statement was he smoked it. Didn't say, you know, it passed. There's no issues. Just I smoked it, which. Right. And that's kind of left. Up, yeah, that's that's kind of left up to interpretation. Uh, my my instant thought would be. Uh, like if I were to use that exclamation, it would be that it was a good thing, right? Like I smoked it. it I did. I did a good job. But did he know that they weren't going to release that information, whether he passed it or failed it? Because um, he could use that no. to his advantage. He could. Are, are you going to publish this information? Well, no, we're not. Okay, so I'll just tell everyone that I that I did a good job. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine they they gave him a heads up uh, how they were going to play that. But. Right? Did he have a lawyer at the time though? He did. Right. So the lawyer would know. That's information they probably can't divulge. Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, <clears throat> now that's not quote unquote admissible in court, but in civil suits, that could be used. Uh, I'm not sure how that works. If if that's something that would be admissible or not. Okay. Um, I, I thought that civil I, I suits can... uh, played a little bit more loose with what they consider oh, they evidence. Um, yeah. So if, if, if that is something that they can bring up, then they'd be able to see how he did and you know, how he responded to each answer. That's a good question. I should Google that and find out. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's, it's probably not a federal thing, right? It's probably state by state. Yeah. I would guess. Uh, what are some other things that you think they could have done differently? Uh, 
My cats are getting ready to fight. Nice. Um, <laughs> some things, maybe, because I'm 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 not as well researched into this case as you are, obviously. Um, maybe some of the the, the stuff that was done. How long? How long did they actually search for her? Well, allegedly they're still looking for her, but uh, as far as like boots on the ground, right after. Yeah. So I think as far as search, um, they spent a good two, three weeks boots on the ground, searching the area, draining waterways, diving through Meslonsky Stream and such, and then uh, they did a couple searches that following year, I know one in March, one in Oakland, um, searching some field that had a little pond or something they had out. Um, but there hasn't really been anything for searches since that time. Yeah. That I'm aware of at least. Yeah. And it's a, other it's, than what I've gone out and looked around for. Right. It's a hard thing to say what else like what? What could have done better without me think? knowing more about it? I guess. Yeah. So with the nine one one call, they released the transcripts, but not the actual phone call. And I, I feel like, if they actually released the audio of that call, which you know they're not required to by any means, but right. I, I think that might help add a little more pressure to Justin. You know, when when everyone else is hearing the way he behaved that morning, how he hung up three or four times. Um, the the way he talks and he's like ma'am and sir and he's so respectful and anyone that knows Justin knows that's not how he is or who he is uh, oh he wasn't a sir ma'am type color me no, shocked no no uh, it's almost like he was trying to become buddy buddy with with the operator when he's talking to him like where he's a good man and he's a responsible person and yeah that's weird yeah that and maybe okay so that's something I guess I could say um is the pressure that was put maybe how soon they fell off on, on the pressure. I think still to this day, there should be some pressure being applied to the people who live there. Um, mm -hmm. But we talked about this before as well as like, at what point does it become like harassment on the side of the police or constantly trying to contact them? Like, where is that line? But if you don't keep up the pressure, then you, I mean, we see it right now, then it turns into a 10 year stalemate where, where nothing is getting accomplished that we're aware of, at least, you know, maybe there is something right. that, that they are doing. Maybe they are making some headway, but, um, you know, there, there see, hasn't been anything out about it. And you see a lot of these cold cases throughout the country, uh, that, you know, they sit there for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And then some little podcast comes along and they start digging into it and cops like, oh shit, they're, they're starting to point out everything we did wrong. Let's dive back into this and see if we can't solve it. And then, and then six months, all of a sudden it's solved, uh, which is, you know, I'm not saying we're going to solve it by any means, but I think just us being out here, applying pressure to them. Uh, some of our posts we make on the Facebook page, applying pressure to people that might know Justin say, Hey, did you see this one, Justin? Hey, did you see this one, Justin? Maybe he's going to slip up. Maybe he's going to get pissed off. Maybe he'll reach out and say something to us. But, um, 
Yeah, and, and I don't know where it's going with that. The, the the problem with with this is I don't think that anyone that, that was involved is necessarily smart. They just didn't say anything, right? Yeah, I think they got extremely lucky. Yeah. Um, as, as far as, you know, based on our assumptions of what happened, because we could be completely off. There mm. could have been some really, really weird sort of thing that happened, but you kind of have to apply, you know, Occam's razor to a lot of shit is the most likely mm. scenario is probably the one that happened, right? Exactly. Uh, I, I would also like to see them release the blood evidence as, you know, kind of gross as that sounds, but so people get an idea of what that house looked like. You know, they, they talk about the luminol enhanced photos looking like a murder scene, Trista said, right? It's blood splatter everywhere. I don't know if people realize how bad it was. And maybe I'm thinking the worst. I don't know. Right. Like, that's why I'd like to, to know. And again, you know, they don't have to. It's not like they have to tell us these Yeah, things, it's not, not that we're necessarily privy to that information, right? And that's I feel as invested as, feel like, as anyone would be. Uh, no one deserves to get that information quote unquote quote unquote uh right. other than you know maybe like trista or parties involved but you know uh my but, only thought is that if if you really just start getting rid of the people who are supportive of them still and protect them and right uh, when they say you know like the tadulas uh derek tadula is the one that sold the life insurance policy to justin right his mom came out and said something about it not being much blood, just a couple spots of blood, and that could have happened at any time. Has she seen these pictures? I Supposedly they had seen them as well. Uh, Justin. May, yeah, and, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a copy that was given to Justin or, or his lawyers or whatnot, but I can't imagine no, no person who's not a complete moron, at least, would, would share that information you know right right how could you even say there's not that much of my child's blood well like, no, it was it was uh derek to do his mom okay but okay but you know what i mean like who who would say well yes it's it's ayla's blood but there wasn't a lot of it like right like any of it is a lot other than like you know if they stub their no their toe or get a bloody nose or something like that's one thing but uh, you know, and that's the thing is like people live in their homes for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and you wouldn't find that much blood in them. Yeah, this little girl lived there for two months and you've got all of her blood all over the house. Right. Tell you, there's not a lot of blood, my blood in my house. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. So where are we at now? You know, where where does law, law enforcement go from here? I, I think they are hell bent on getting a body before they'll pursue this any further. Do you not agree? Uh, I I think that that would help them. Obviously, I mean, I mean that would be that would be great for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I guess the better scenario would be that she's still alive somewhere, right? Um, but I mean, there's there's a lot of like rabbit hole type scenarios you could run through that. Maybe she is alive somewhere and got kid. Actually, did get kidnapped, or maybe Justin sold her off. Or, but from the stuff that we've heard about the the amount of blood and in, in that sort of thing, 
uh, from a twenty month old. There's right. there's there's only so much fluid that that you know whether it be stomach like the the projectile vomit or or blood that you'd be able to get out of a, a twenty month old. Um, right. From and, the sounds of it, it most likely she died there. And that's what Chief Massey says that uh, more blood left that little girl's body than she could have survived at that age. So right. how are they not pursuing this as a criminal case murder charge? Yeah, what what's holding them up in the end? What is that? Um, and I I would imagine it's one of the people in that house have to say something. Mm-hmm. So because people know, obviously, people know what happened. There's not a doubt in my mind that uh, every every adult in that house knows what happened to her. Um, but why is no one saying it? it or is is it more than just Justin involved? You know? I think they I think they truly don't know what happened, like who to pin this on. Um, in my the, head, the, the cops. Least, you mean? The least, yeah. Yeah. In my head, the least likely would be Alicia, you know, Ayla's aunt that was in the home that night. So why not bring her up on charges if you're worried about double jeopardy and and having a case that you can't convict somebody on? Bring her up right. on some sort of charge for child endangerment or bring her up on a charge of um, hiding a body I, I, or I think conspiracy that, I, to hide a body or something. I think they'd need the same sort of evidence there, though, that they would need to convict Justin of something, you know. And I think that's if someone someone would have to say something. Um, well, and that's the thing. If you bring her charges, she's going to all of a sudden be like, oh, shit, you know, I could go to jail. Screw it. I'm done right. protecting my brother. Here's what well, happened. They, they could. But what would the charges be brought up against her, though? Um because no one knows what happened that night. There's there's no evidence to say that she was involved, who was involved, what she knows about it. I I, don't, I assume that she does know, um, but what what evidence? What do, what do they what do they actually have that they could charge her with? They would need some sort of evidence to say that she committed this thing. Um, you know, I've I've reached out to uh, Justin Linnell through his Facebook page, uh, which he hasn't responded. But that is Alicia's ex-boyfriend, uh, the father of her child that was in the home that night. And he actually got in a fight with Justin and Lance a couple weeks after Ayla went missing, you know, basically calling them murderers or whatever. And they got in a fist fight. And I think there was bat involved at one. Uh, he also went by the house and smashed out some windows one night, got arrested for that. But I wonder if there's any like text messages between, between him and Alicia, you know, that could be potentially used against them, which I'm sure they have that access to all that, but that's why I really want to talk to him to find out what he, what he exactly knows. So if anyone knows Justin Linnell, you know, have him reach out to us, please. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it comes down to is, is someone, someone knows something, uh, someone out there knows something about this. It's the only way that, like Ayla's memory can kind of be put to rest, you know, like the, the, the hours and years of, of time that people have spent looking into this and trying to help, you know, that's the only way that, that this can finally get some sort of resolution is if someone says something, 
Mm-hmm. Which I'm still blown away that Courtney hasn't said anything, you know, being his ex-girlfriend at this point, you know, he had, was arrested for uh, abuse on her, which she then dropped those charges. Like what, what kind of power does he have over her? It just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. I think the only way for closure to happen would be to, you know, have a final charge on somebody and someone being found guilty. Right. Yeah. And, and I agree. It's just, how are they going to, how are they going to get that? Unless maybe one of them slips up in a major way somewhere else down the line and they offer them immunity mm-hmm. if they can get information. Right. Well, that's the good thing about Trista's civil suit. She's got against Justin is all these people have to be on record, you know, in a court saying this is what happened that night, which, you know, we can only hope and pray that they stumble on their words and say something wrong. Or uh, I think right. you and I actually said this the other day that, um, you know, the truth is always the truth, but a lie, you start changing your story. It's hard to keep up with the way you said it the first time and right. the second time and the third time. And that's why uh, police officers always do multiple interviews of people, you know, give me a back, uh, give me a rundown again on what happened that night. Right. Right. Thank you for joining us. If you have more information about the disappearance of Ayla Reynolds, please contact the Maine State Police at 207-624-7076. Or you can email a tip to locatingthelostones at gmail.com or reach out to our Facebook page. Remember, if you know something, say something.